I hope. Oh, are you? Doesn't the prophecy mean anything to you when you look at me and remember it? I'm sorry. I, I don't believe in witches' curses. You're going to marry me, and that's all there is to it. You're too intelligent to believe old wise tales. <laughs> all right, I, I tell you. I tell you what. Proof. You show me proof. The whole history. And if, after I've heard it, I still want to marry you, you'll show me where. How can I have you? Nobody's ever been after you. All right. You can have everything. Every single fact. Wait for me, boy. There's an old trunk in the attic. Everything's in it. I'll I'll come with you. With a light on Yes, but... what I'm going to tell you. Some of these papers, documents, are all 300 years old. Oh. In 1692, an old woman lived in a shack on the edge of Salem, Massachusetts. She lived on her own. She was supposed to have a son somewhere, but nobody had ever seen her. She kept herself alive by raising vegetables and selling them to the townspeople. She was a strange old woman, dirty. Mind was a bit unused. She never did anybody any harm. No one relates to her. My, uh, my mother's ancestors also lived in Salem. The Minford James clan. Look. Look, this little girl is called Emily. There were a lot of children in the family. She was one of them. My own ancestors. This old woman, the one who lived alone, she brought vegetables to the house and developed the same sort of fascination for this little girl, Emily. And she talked to her, asked her all sorts of questions. Once she put her arms around her, Emily kicked her and turned away from her screaming. And when this old woman tried to catch her and comfort her, she bit her. Then she ran away, good will away, and she threw faces at the old woman, called her rude names. She began from then on. The woman sat at the fifth time. Emily got all her things to pull faces into a mental woman. The next spring, apparently, a lot of strange rumors began circulating. Farmers complained that their cattle sickened when this old lady looked at them. The neighbor said she had the evil eye. No one bought any of her vegetables. She was near to starving to death. She got to be known as the witch of Salem time. But once the old woman had started to her, but she would turn her into a cat if she kept on being rude. Do you know what this child did? She pretended to be a cat. Just look a little bit. You see, she didn't know the strength of the feeling that was gathering against the old hag. What she did was to crawl around on the floor at home, under the table, mewing like, like a kitten. She scratched her brother's ear and washed her face, licked her arms, just like a cat. Mumford Jane, her father, was, he was a savage. She asked her what she thought she was doing, and 
Well, for a while, he said she thought she was dying. And that the old woman was planning her into a trap. And that she could see when it happened. The father didn't believe that, sure. Well, he doesn't think it's just a game. Most 17th century bond. In April, April 1692, he brought an action against the woman and she was accused of being a witch. Six magistrates and four ministers of the gospel. She was thrown into jail. Emily was frightened then told her father she'd made everything up. That she'd only been play-acting. Didn't that make it all right? Should have done. So easy to the proof against the old woman. Said she sent a demon into the child. On the jail, there was a stupid of one's mind. One day, when he had a stomachache, probably because he'd drunk too much, he accused the witch in her cell of putting a spell on his stomach. The people of the time marched on the jail and demanded the woman's death. This old woman probably wasn't a witch, but she must have been telepathic or something, because according to this jailer, before the cry came, she screamed and fell senseless to the floor of her cell. Losing her own consciousness, she stood stuck still in the corner of the cell and flung up her arms to the ceiling. They're going to hang me! They're going to kill me! And the words of a child! Yes. Yeah. 
all the story stories in the world wouldn't change my life. Oh. appear on the market, we've had many endorsements from time to time, and these can be seen in our office. I'm broadcasting some of these to you, and will do so as they come to hand. And this is M.V. Clouser of Fifth Avenue, Pinetown, Natal, wrote and said, Here's a letter from me of appreciation to the basis of biotech. I am highly satisfied with biotech, and have introduced my friends to your product, and so far, there has not been one complaint that it does not live up to the claims you make for it. I have two sons aged two and a half in one year, the elder boy gets sulky daddy, and his clothes are pretty much the worst for wear at the end of the day. The baby naturally drags himself about, and his little diet has become very black and dirty at the end of each day, too. The point I'm trying to make with you is that every night I soak these diapers and the elder child's clothing in biotech, and in the morning, all I have is this night rubbing and rinsing, and that's it. The name again is Biotech. You must do very well, boys, to be able to buy such a mansion. Hmm, what a lovely little wife. Come, child, you shall show me over every inch of your home and castle. I'd... I'd really rather like to get lunch ready, my Aunt Jane. It's late. Perhaps... Come on, Aunt. I'll show you over. It is a mansion, at least it's what one. She's got a lot of work in the garden. Oh, the garden. Oh, the garden. Oh, the Oh, 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 
uh, worried, even before we're married, about these, uh, these stories, these pets. Yes, uh, as I said, our first year together was clearly happy, but uh, now the old woman's saying it, isn't it? Well, I'd like to be able to dismiss the whole thing. I really would. But uh, I'll examine your wife, talk to her, and now I must confess uh, to you in private that I can't answer for her sanity. If the disturbing element, Miss Bosfield, isn't removed at once, I'm certain she'll be as right as rain again. As soon as she was, Mr. Banger. There's no chance of... No chance of this thing coming true, is there? This thing she's frightened of. No danger that the lady will turn your wife into a cat? <coughs> Hardly that, my dear fellow. Rather than let him replace his father incompatible with the best customs dialect. Yeah, I'm sorry you haven't been feeling well, Lesla. You must rest. And the last thing you require at the moment is a guest to make more work for you. I'm very sorry I have to leave you. But, you know, as it happens, I would have had to have left because something's come up. You know, business matters at home. <laughs> business. The bone of all our lives. I'll get the card out, Aunt. Drive you to the station. I'm, I'm most dreadfully sorry not to be coming to see you off, Aunt Jane, but uh, I really feel most awfully unwell. Distance won't stop me, Clara Jane. <gasps> And you must. You who also know the history of Jane Bastard. Just what I asked. I know no rest at all, Arthur. Could it possibly be that there's something physically wrong with her brain or something? Tumor or bone pressure or something? Why do you ask? She started to suffer from the most terrible headaches. Her eyes have been tested. They're excellent. And this isn't the cause. Hmm. But what does Mrs. Barrington say about a headache? She says they're due to... Oh, look, it's so, so ridiculous that it wouldn't help you to know... Yeah, nevertheless, tell me what she says is the cause, please. All right. She says it's due... To the changing of the shape of her head. She says her skull's gradually growing rounder and flatter. Like a cat's. If only I could see her. No, no. She become terribly angry if I even mentioned it to her. And yet you tell me she saw a doctor, Hannah. Well, that was different. She was just an ordinary doctor. With you, it's not the same at all. She wouldn't see you or admit for one moment the chance that her mind isn't quite right. I shall call this evening as a personal friend. Don't let on that I shall really be in your home in a professional capacity, for pity's sake. I must talk to her. He's rather a nice man, boy. I'm glad you like him. He talks such a lot of And no, you have such fear with him. Well, I... Don't ever have him here to spy on me again! Uh, go and see this man. Your wife's case has passed beyond the confines of the mind and into the purely physical. You must force her, if necessary, to see this man. There's absolutely nothing wrong with Mrs. Barrington, as I can lay my finger on with definite knowledge. Yet, uh, there's something decidedly wrong with the uh, set of her shoulders and the curve of her spine. Hmm. Yes, sir. <coughs> Your, uh, Laboratory tests revealed no unusual circumstances. All right, Mr. Barringer, there was one perplexing discovery. I was and inclined to believe there's a fault in the microscope. I submitted the slide elsewhere for a second opinion. But I'm sure there must be something wrong with the instrument I used. 
It could actually be no such blood corpuscles as the glass would yield. What was the matter? There were present in the blood specimens I obtained some corpuscles that were... I hardly know how to... to think. Not... human. This sounds stupid, I know. Oh, yes. That cat. Poor boy. Sorry, I... I keep... You're nervous. Um? But I'm afraid it's no use to all you. Might as well save us both grief and waste of time. No doctor can help me unless he can go back 250 years and save old Joan Bastille from a witch's death. Clara, I'm going away for a day. I do. To... I'm, I'm going to... There's something important I've got to do. Mrs. Adams says she'll come and stay with you for a while on the way. I won't be long, a day and a half, no more. That's any time, Mrs. Adams. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Now, James, please, I beg you, do not laugh. I'm nearly out of my mind. Oh, it's so entirely insane. Clara's family history is correct. There was a Joan Bastille who was hanged for witchcraft in Salem in the year of 1692. I will go further and admit that I am a direct descendant of that unfortunate uh -huh. woman. Don't you see? My name, Bastille. What are you doing to my wife? Oh, boy, pull yourself together. What you say is preposterous. Is it? Yes, but witness, you're out of your mind, boy. But you are a blood relation. I was going to put on a light. Oh, Claire. I was going to put on a light. Get ready for the 
Amazing new biotech soap toughens pains away. Get amazing new biotech today and let soaking do the washing. Aren't you great? You are my sunshine, my A moment ago, you had a splitting headache. That was before I took a Grandpa headache powder. Grandpa headache powders kill pain, soothe pain nerves and lift depression. Grandpa headache powders work quickly because their famous triple action formula dissolves almost immediately. Get the quickest relief of any pain, all pain. Get Grandpa headache powders. Ah, oh, Grandpa. Listen again next week, when we will once more travel into the half-world of reality and illusion, a world that is beyond midnight.